Brandon, did you get Macmillan's shot? He asked for a shot. We have a guest in our studio audience we today. Do. We do. I'm really excited about that. We have a studio audience. We have a studio. We actually have seating for studio guests. Yes, we do. Uh, we really we can, do. We can see if you big, three guests. But if you skinny, <laughs> we can do two. We, if you skinny, we can fit a good amount on here. If you skinny, we can do four guests. No, we could do like seven. You can fit no, seven. You, you can fit seven, seven skinny people. people. Seven Roberts up there. You're not counting. Seven Roberts. You're not counting. Robert is skinny. Seven Roberts? No way. You could fit seven Roberts up here. Two, three. Robert's measuring with his with four. his body for us. Four, five. Uh, uh, we're not gonna get to seven. But then we're some not gonna gotta get lay to across. seven. Nobody's laying across <laughs> on nobody laps for this show. That ain't this kind of show. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. <laughs> well, we can get. If you're Robert McMillan size, we can do six McMillans on the couch. Six McMillans. That sounds like a book. The couch is six McMillans long. Six McMillans on the couch. So if you all listen to Crushing It, Robert McMillan is the amazing host of this amazing podcast, Crushing oh, yes. It, where he, he interviews people. He stole people. some commercial time and he still, uh, on the and he, last episode, if you heard. He does um, He does commercial. Yeah, you guys heard him on the last episode, so that's what's up. All I right. want y'all to know from me that Crushing It is amazing, Robert is amazing, and he has a very... Very, very them. magical way of making you tell all your business. I don't know how he does it. Shots! I didn't know that much business. Shots! 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 Well, look at you in 2019. I'm learning. I'm learning. God is doing a new thing in I'm you. I'm trying to apply real things into my life. I'm so excited for you. Y'all, he did it right. I'm I excited right. to be here, Marcella. I'm excited, too. I'm really excited. You know, every time we're about to record, I tell myself, uh, here we go. But I feel good this time. What do you mean by that? Nothing. How was your week? Here we go. My week was great. Uh-huh. I had a wonderful week. I just, it was a very relaxing week. You know, it's not a lot to tell other than the fact that I was able to get some R&R this week. Really? Yes. That's it. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I told you it wasn't a lot to tell. But you like started it like you were going to describe more and then you stopped. Mm Mm-mm. You know, I worry about you. On the <laughs> you no, I really worry about you because something, something is Why not right. Why are you worried about me? I was very clear. I said something it wasn't went on a your, lot. Yo, I, I got, got my hands. I got my hands together like I'm really he trying to figure it out. got his arms together like a first lady. Something <laughs> went on in your childhood that's <laughs> holding you back in your adulthood. Why you be trying? Why are people trying to make stuff deep? It is deep. It's nothing something, deep. Something is you not like I, if y'all seen the videos. Ken ain't free. I'm not free from what? He is behind bars. What I am I know. not free from? That's what we're trying to figure out. What am I What am I trying to leap to freedom for? Listen, Beyonce said you got the green light. Okay. First of all, I don't worship at the so church be of Beyonce. Because <laughs> she charged too much. 
<laughs> she got to support them lace fronts. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't you get at Beyonce. Tell me where's a lie. There ain't no lie. She ain't support no lace fronts. She brought the lace front to the to the forefront. Listen, okay? when you pay for her concert, that's you paying for her lace front. No, 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 no. She spends that money elsewhere. I've seen oh, how, you, I've oh, seen you, how oh, she divides up her money. Right. Okay, That's right. Beyonce so and Marcellus, they go over budget. <laughs> she called Marcellus <laughs> for budgetary advice. Marcellus, what do you think I should do? <laughs> Went for Ivy. <laughs> for Blue Ivy. Isn't her name Blue? Uh, anyway, because you asked, <laughs> my week was amazing. How was your week? I... <laughs> I had a good week. I had a good week at work. I had a little bit of some things unfortunate happen with the family. Someone passed. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. But this, I always look at it as a time for the family to come together and, you know, be strong for each other Mm -hmm. and, you know, things like that. But I still believe that I had a good week. You know me, I do not allow anything to make my week not good, you know? That's good. That's good. Well, if you need to, you can cry. <gasps> what if I really just lost it right now at this table during the podcast? I would be what so would happy, and I'd say keep it going because that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. ratings. I feel gold. like you would be like that preacher, like egging me on or something. Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Ah, not speaking a tongue, and I would rub your back in a circle. <laughs> that's called the Church of God of Christ. I always back wonder row. because they rub back so vigorously in mm-hmm. church, how people don't end up with a raw back or like they a felt rash. like you would cry better if they the harder they rub in the back. <laughs> And keep giving you clinics. Can I tell you a funny story? Because I can tell it. And I'm about to talk about somebody. His name is Nicholas. He's a treasure for our church. We love Nicholas. He grew up in the church with us. But Nicholas. If you listen to Nicholas. Nicholas loved to just put himself in places he's not supposed to be. Uh Uh-oh. And so during my father's funeral. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I love to find the funny in Uh things. Of course. You know the family got to come in first. Yeah. Now Nicholas. We love Nicholas. But Nicholas is a part of the church. Okay. But as we walking in with the family, I'm just looking around. I turn behind me. Why is Nicholas directly behind me walking in with the family? <laughs> I said, Nicholas, <laughs> where did you come from? And then nobody was going to tell him to leave because we about to just have a seat. Y'all already walking we in. Already walking Can't in. nobody tell him to sit We have a seat. I start crying because it's my father's funeral. Right. Guess who rubbing my back in that vigorous church back circle rub? Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> I look back at Nicholas. I said, Nicholas, if you don't go somewhere. And Nicholas would laugh at this, too, because he always find a way to insert himself somewhere. I love him to death. Oh, God. I cannot tell you how hilarious that is. You ain't supposed to walk in with the family during You're the funeral. You're not. Because you know they can't say nothing about it. That's why. You know during... Uh, a family funeral ain't nobody about to do you know that much. Y'all should have had Angela's funeral home running your funeral because Angela's funeral home directors they don't, don't play. play. They, they would have took play. Nicholas right on out. <laughs> Is Nicholas a part of the family? They would have marched in right while y'all was walking in and grabbed him and kindly taking him out. Let Angela's me tell you another funny thing. At the end of the funeral, now this wasn't funny when it happened, but all I could do is laugh at it now. One of the guys that my other my uh no. One of the guys that my grandparents invited to speak, uh-huh. they didn't realize that he had gone a little senile. Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> this ain't going well. He but got go ahead. up and started screaming at everybody <laughs> and at my grandpa who was preaching. <laughs> and we all was like, because you want to go get him, but he's an old man, you so you can't go tell tackle me what him. What kind of scream was he doing? He said, Everybody in here, you don't know what you're talking about. And he starts speaking. I can't remember. He was saying all kind of stuff. And it was clearly like gibberish. Oh. But it was he was sitting there patiently waiting for his turn. I would like to reenact this. I No, I can't. So I want you to I be cannot, doing the eulogy. No, I cannot do it. I'm going to be it. the man. Do the usually. Go. Do your eulogy. I'm going to be. What's his name? 
I don't even know what he, okay. he was an admiral. I know that, but wait, I don't know. okay, yeah. stop. stop. <laughs> I don't remember his name. He was a, he was an admiral, <laughs> and he lost it. And mind he you, he was a retired admiral, a retired admiral. And I am what? in the audience now. I'm trying to get up and Y'all fix had it. An admiral at church? We ain't never had no admirals at our church. He was an admiral. Y'all had military it's because people. Because my okay, so my we one of soldiers. my grandpas is preaching. Uh-huh. Doing like the eulogy. Then my other grandpa is the one that invited him. And that my grand, the other grandpa is a captain in the Navy. Well, was a captain in the Navy. Okay. So he has a lot of captain, admiral, all these friends. Right. This friend, they didn't know that he had went on off the, uh, Listen, <laughs> the his ship never came back to port. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe it. And I know everybody <laughs> would laugh at it now because it was crazy, but he get up trying to direct people he got up he tried to say what my grandpa was preaching was wrong he tried to say everybody in there was wrong everybody needs to not eat i think it was pork or something (laughs) he lost his mind and we had to carry him out but we couldn't like bouncer like come on go we had to literally that's what angel's funeral home oh y'all need angel's funeral home them funeral people would have came in so quick with them white gloves yeah they white gloves be bright like bleach white bright (laughs) they would have came in there they would have grabbed the admiral out in a minute and the whole time they would have done it they would have been fanning them that's how they get away with being so mean because they fan they fan they have angel's funeral home people will fan the mess out of you as they politely take you out lord jesus oh god i'm excited um i'm very excited tell everybody what our theme is today are you really ready for this? I'm really ready for this. Our theme today is musical. I can keep going. But I'm not, not. <laughs> I am excited. I'm excited too because I am a musical child. Mm-hmm. As you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just an amazing genre. Um, Musicals are amazing. They are. Ve- you know what? Who would have been great to have here for this? Who? But we already had him at work. That child love him some music. Hey, Eddie. Eddie is working right now on The Wiz. He is. He's the Tin Man in The Wiz. He is. And I'm so excited. We cannot Jennifer's wait to go drive him. Oh, Jennifer's in it? Yes. I didn't know Jennifer. What is Jennifer in it? She's, she go, when she hears this right now, I bet she's going to be like, oh, my God. Jennifer. <laughs> she, why she you didn't, didn't tell nobody you like was in the time. thing? Jennifer's in it. No, she, I don't remember her telling me. All I can remember her is being that Haitian woman during the Les Mis time, during the French Revolution. I if know nothing all, about her guess, within The Wiz. If you all don't know, my close friends just happen to be, uh, well, my best friend happens to be related to the Brown Brothers, who is Kenneth and producer Brandon. And then our other close friend is Jennifer, and they both are a part of a musical right now, which is The Wiz. What character does Jennifer play? Uh, Jennifer is a part of the ensemble. She's a dancer, singer, yeah. Okay. Okay, great. And James. James is, I know James. I think he's the lion. James told me that he was going to be the lion yeah. during uh, Eddie's graduation. We were sitting So next if together. you're in the San Jose area, I believe it's San Jose, mm-hmm. if, if I'm wrong, Edward will call me and correct me. Mm-hmm. Um, go see The Wiz. I believe it starts in April. I don't know the no. exact date. It starts Mother. Uh, yeah, April 26th. Yeah, April 26th, and it goes to about May 19th. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. I'm not trying to brag, but my best friend is talented, so go watch him, okay? But don't tell him he's good, because then you're going to fill his head up. Jennifer's good, too. Jennifer's a freaking I'm amazing. excited. Jennifer, I'm mad at you. I didn't remember you telling me that you was in She's this. She's amazing. But anyway, Kenneth, yes, that sir. is our theme. Okay. Musicals. All right. And... Of course, we got to do our lights, camera, action. You know what would be good right here is if you had cameras clicking. Uh-huh. 
and um when the cameras click it's like lights camera action the cameras for the light cam- lights camera action right yeah got you i'm gonna put that in got it he ain't gonna do it i he got you never do so it. for our lights camera action no um, no no you're not what's gonna you're not gonna do is. that to me you're not gonna do that to me what you're not gonna well, do? Lights, camera, action. We have a better budget Sir, than that. We're trying you're to move on. Gonna, you're not gonna go. <laughs> you're causing a divide in the That's podcast. That's not what I mean, and you know it. No, you know, I this wish is why I can't turn, work. One with black around. people and two with Leos. Oh, this is why I can't do this. Listen, your president was black and a Leo, so don't get it twisted <laughs> up in here. Obama, yes. Do you miss him? <laughs> you miss a black Leo. And ain't nothing changed. No, you I'm miss playing, a black Leo. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, so Ken, for our lights, camera, action today. All right. I have 24 questions for you. These questions are very random and they're just going to dig into your... And he your, told me every question. No, I did not. They're going to dig into your psyche and then we, we're going to figure out who you really are because sometimes I don't think you'd be telling the truth. Why are you digging into my psyche? This is my turn. Rude. And so since we have 24 questions, I'm not going to ask you all 24. I'm probably just going to ask you 12 of them. Okay. And I want you to pick... Which 12 they are. You can pick whatever you want. So from 1 to 24, you have to pick 12 questions. Okay, my favorite number is 8. So let's start with question number 8. Let's start with question number 8. This is interesting. I think I know, but I really want... Let's still see. So Ken, what is your real favorite movie? And what movie do you pretend is your favorite movie to sound cultured? (laughs) I know somewhere in there you lie. What is my real favorite movie and then my favorite movie to sound cultured? <laughs> my favorite movie really is The Breakfast Club. Okay, good. You true to yourself. Good. I love The Breakfast Club. That is really, really my favorite movie. Now, do you have a fake lie movie to sound cultured? So you feel like the pressure if you at the cookout, you gotta right. you gotta say black they stuff. Like the breakfast. My club. favorite movie is Harlem Night. Right. <laughs> it's when really it's an all white cat breakfast club. <laughs> so if you want to know the truth, at the <laughs> what are you saying at the, at the, cookout, at the cookout? It's Harlem Night. <laughs> you a mess? When I with my white friends, it's Breakfast Club. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday, Molly Ringwald. She turned fifty one. <clears throat> okay, next number. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Okay, you just went straight to the next number. What is in the trunk of your car right now? Uh, um, the, and hopefully nothing incriminating. No, uh, <laughs> um, some um, what you call them? Cables. Cables. Case my car break down and okay. a blanket and some bottle of water. And some bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Got you. I got it from AAA. I'm a member of AAA. And that's it. And um, yeah, that's it. Oh, and a um rag to wipe off my dashboard. Okay. And an oil on. funnel. And an oil funnel. Mm-hmm. Wow, you really some, sad. I had to put some oil in my car one time. Got you. That's, that's a it. good setup for the that's trunk. That's all that's in my trunk right now. I just cleaned it out. Should have asked me yesterday. Right. What was in your trunk yesterday? No, I'm playing. I did, buddy. <laughs> Next number. Uh, number 10. Number 10. Are you really going to just go in order, Ken? Are you going to? I thought I had the opportunity to choose what question. I, I guess you do. Okay. Give, probably you. shouldn't have given you that choice. Thank you. What is the best gift anyone has ever given to you Ooh, the best gift anyone has ever given to me and um, i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm a give you a free pass you don't gotta say eternal life from jesus <laughs> stupid <laughs> i think the best gift that anyone has ever given me when i turned 30 my mom threw me a 30th birthday party really and rented me a bmw for the weekend really yeah 
Yeah, oh, that that's was a amazing. dope gift. That's she paid for everything. Oh, food. We had a juice bar. We had dessert. We had everything. Through the whole, that planned was, everything. That probably was a fun. What, it like was a little while. I'm sorry. What? 1983. Hmm. 83. Uh, what happened in 83? That was when you had the the cookout with the lu- luau. Um. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. It's 2012. <laughs> What's your next number? My number's number one. <laughs> Why number one? Because. <laughs> okay, number one. <laughs> okay, I like this one. I like this one. If okay. you could live in any sitcom, which would it be? Living single. Now, Ooh, that's not a lie. That's not a lie. They had so single. much fun. And I felt like everybody in that world was like so dope and so cool. And I could feel me probably hanging out a lot with Khadija and Regine. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Overton was hilarious. We got somebody going to fix everything. They was like dope. Like for They had me, everything you needed. Everything I needed. Everything I needed. If I wanted some like culture, I'd go hang out with, uh, with uh, Kyle. Mm-hmm. But everybody was dope. Dope, but I really love Regine. Regine was one of my favorite characters. I love so I would, if I wanted to live in a sitcom world, right off the top of my head, I love to live in sitcom. Them world. names though, right, 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 right. Sinclair, Sinclair, <laughs> <laughs> and she was so sweet. Anyway, yeah, I would live in live in single world. Perfect. Okay, That's my next answer. number is gonna be. Uh, you said it's twenty four questions. Twenty four? No, twelve. Oh, but there's, there's twenty four questions altogether. But number twenty four. Number twenty four. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Number twenty four would be. My next question. Ooh, I want to hear this. Uh-oh. What is something you can do better than anyone else you know? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth. What is something that I can do better What's your strength? than anyone else I know? I didn't even feel that. That question feel weird to even answer. Well, you got to answer it. God, Or dog. you got to take a shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just what? <laughs> Why people that drink always want to make people that can't drink drink? Uh, uh-uh, I don't drink. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Don't you? Yes, you, you tell do. these people I drink. Yes, you do. Marcellus drink. Uh, what's the had... treasurer name at your church? <laughs> Brother Nicholas. Does Brother Nicholas know you drink? <laughs> Brother I drink, Nicholas. I drink socially. Do your mama know you drink? Huh? <laughs> Sister Thelma, you know Marcellus drink. I drink very and socially. And he's always trying to get me to drink. Marcella drinks. You love to talk a bunch of mess about drinkers, but you will drink. I don't talk no mess about no drinkers. I stay in my own lane. Anyway, answer this question: What is something you could do better than anyone else besides judge drinkers? (laughs) Drive. (laughs) No, that's questionable. Shut up! I work for Lyft. They hired me. Um. Oh God, that's really hard for me to answer that question when I think about my gifts and stuff. Okay, you know what I do. I'm a good encourager. Okay. I'll I believe gash, that. I will gash you up better than anybody you ever know. I'll have you running for president. Let me tell y'all, Ken is the worst person to have around you when you're trying to buy something that you really should buy. I sure buy. will. She ever will. I will send Ken a text message every time saying, hey, I'm thinking about buying this X amount of dollars. It's $300. Talk me out of it. His response immediately, buy it! Exclamation every point. time. Yep. Get I'm it. Be- it's would, your birthday. Or you did good. Best you just finished school. Oh, you had a long day. Get it. Anybody that's down, anybody that's depressed, if you got a like a lot on your shoulder, call me. I will gas you up. I gassed a complete stranger up. I went to Joel Boy's party. <laughs> Joel, if you listen, I went to Joel. I remember your roommate. What's her name? I was over there talking to her by the kitchen. She said, I need to bring you with me everywhere I go. That's right. I'll encourage you to life. What's your next question? Uh question number one, uh number two. 
Okay, question number two. Question number two. I'm liking this. Thank it's fun. You. I'm uh, learning about myself. That last question was very what difficult. What number are we on? Oh, one, two, three. I oh, can't I got do math. I got him. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. We had six. Ooh, I like this one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Take us down memory lane, why don't you? Oh, here we go. What was in your high school locker? Um, Besides knives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had... Just to be honest with you, I just had books in my high school locker. There was nothing else in there. Because during that time, like, if you had mirror, like, mostly girls had mirrors and lockets and jewelry and stuff like chapstick. Girls usually had all that kind of stuff in their oh, lockers. So you had gender issues, got you? Absolutely. And so I <laughs> was a traditional young male. I had nothing in my locker but books gotcha. and maybe some papers. Okay. Crumpled up papers. Next number. Okay, number 19. Number 19, yeah. This is good. This is real good. I'm trying to figure out what you're going to ask me. I feel like I know the answer to it. Well, actually, I don't. Uh-oh. Um, are you a listener or a talker? To be honest with you, I can do both. Okay. I can be both. I so, agree. You can. Uh, you could at both. Yeah, I could definitely be both. If you need me to be a listener, I'm definitely a listener. If you need me to be a talker, I'm definitely a talker. Yeah. So, absolutely both. Absolutely both. Next uh, number. Number seven. <laughs> number seven, number seven, number seven. And uh, audience that's listening, feel free to chime in on our Instagram, Facebook, anything. If you disagree with any of Ken's answers. <laughs> number seven. If you... Uh, shh, moving on. <laughs> if you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why? Work. Why? Because I don't feel like I should have to go. Why? I feel like I should have just been born rich. In my other life, I'm a white woman. You, I, I believe it. And that's what you I go like. to brunch. I go to yoga during the brunch. day. Brunch. <laughs> I go to yoga. <laughs> and I feel like I'm like at some little uh, mom and pop you know, nursery picking out pots <laughs> and some plants. Cause mm-hmm. I'm having some type of party. Like that's the life. Like I really am jealous of just like white women who just get to be all day right. living a life. You know you made it in life when it's when you get to be eleven a.m. No and you just walking through the department store. <laughs> who walking through a department store at eleven a.m.? Somebody that's rich and ain't got no care in the world. Next number. Uh I would like to say number three. How many is that? Because I can't count. Uh-oh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. We got a few more. Here we go. If you had your own talk show, mm-hmm, who would be your first three guests and why? Ooh. So, first of all, I had this idea to do a talk show. Uh-huh. That was back when I lived in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. And I lived in this apartment called 312. And okay. I was going to call the talk show 312. Okay. And... Uh, I still kind of toy with the idea because we really don't have any African-American talk show hosts right now. Got you. Uh, we had Monique. She was hilarious. We had, of course, iconic Arsenio Hall. But as of right now, we had Wanda Sykes for a little bit, but that was kind of more like HBO. Chris Rock was kind of like HBO. But right now, right now, we right do now. not have any late night talk show hosts, a black late night talk show host besides Trevor Noah. You could Noah. do that. You could do and, that. But I don't really, I, and they're like cable and there's like so many different platforms. You but growing up, like on all the regular channels, um... Um, I okay. So first three, top three guests. Yes, go fast. Okay, so my talk. Oh, I was like you was kind of rushing me, right? <laughs> Felt like you was rushing. Me. Act like you didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Okay, I want Issa Rae to be my guest. Absolutely. I want um, Ellen DeGeneres to be my guest. I thought you were about to say Ellen Bernstein. <laughs> Ellen Bernstein can come. I want Ellen to be a guest. I want Issa Rae to be a guest. And then my third guest, I would want it to be, um, ooh, I think I would want Denzel Washington to be a guest. Yeah. Or Jamie Foxx or Eddie Murphy. I'm going to say this, though. Okay. Eddie Murphy does not interview. Well, he's not always funny. He's real shy, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. So I don't want Eddie Murphy. He's funny, but he's Some people really. don't interview well. Like, yeah. I adore yeah. Beyonce, and I oh, would fight somebody, no. too, but I'm not She don't interview her. well, no. Because yeah. she's super shy. So is yeah. Eddie Murphy. I take she's that back. She's very reserved. I would have loved the Robin Williams. Yeah. He would have been an amazing guest. All right, next number. Come on. Uh, Number two. Number two? Oh, all right, we did, did two we already. Two? Yeah. Okay, Um, let's do number five. Number five. Okay, that's a good number. What is the scariest thing you have ever done for fun? Uh, go to Not Scary Farm. Really? Not Scary Farm was fun. And I it's thought you were say that time you did math. Well, that wasn't scary. I enjoyed it. Okay, move on. I found that very adventurous and thrilling. <laughs> and the fact that you gave it to me, so I trusted you. You ain't supposed to tell nobody I'm a Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Marcellus paid for his financial aid. Right, I had to get through school somehow. He sell me drugs. <laughs> That's what he do. Okay. The um, teachers asked me if I wanted it to snow. <laughs> I said, yep. 21 number 21 number 21 how many more we got left one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven one more after this yeah okay oh ooh. you ready oh who do you admire the most who do i admire the most oh god um who do i admire the most I don't know that's good if I don't have nobody. <laughs> I don't know if I don't. That's not good if I don't have nobody that I admire. Who got to have that somebody mean about me if I don't, who I don't admire? You told well, me one time you really admired Ted Bundy. Well, I did admire him. <laughs> but then I decided no you on changed, Ted Bundy. You got the right his, to choose. Because of his unibrow. Got you. And that killed it for me <laughs> before I knew what he looked like. But when I saw he had that unibrow, I was like, sir, he needs to get it together. No. Is there anybody? Um, I guess it's, I really need to think of like, this is a good question. Cause I really need to think about like, who do I admire the most? I, I will tell give you, you the chance to come back with that answer by the end of this episode. Okay. I mean, I think they change. Mm -hmm. Like I, I know I mentioned Issa Rae earlier, but she's yeah. somebody that I admire because I feel like, you know, this young woman of color who just had this desire to start and right. do something. And she made it kind of own way and then kind of like blossom into something that you would consider like a success story. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I admire her. Okay. I love her creativity, her originality. All right. I mean, I'm I feel ask like you, you were disappointed with my answer, but I okay. was. But I'm going to oh, ask shoot. you again. Jeez, you want me to say Bishop TDJ? Yes. Oh, now you <laughs> Woman, thou art Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> I'm going to ask you again later Dang, on. I like so how y'all just. Me a Marcella's answer. really shamed me with my answer. What's your next one? I wish y'all could have seen how he was looking at me. Yeah, like, really? Ready for you that's to move all on. you know. Um, let's go with number 18. This is the last question, everybody. Let's see what's really going on in Ken's brain. Number 18. Oh, this is a nice question. This, I think, will reveal your values. But are you going to shame me for my answer? Probably. Okay. What do you look for in a friend? Uh. What do I look for in a friend? I look for... You look for somebody who you click with, but, like, who... 
I in a friend, I just look for somebody who is just a really genuinely good person. I hate arrogant people, mean mm. people, people who are condescending, mm. people who are arrogant. Mm. You know, you said that. I don't like that. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I like. I'm really attracted to people who are genuinely nice. That's good. Really good people. Who That's are just, good. You know. So we don't have to have anything in common as friends because it's great because I can go into your world yeah. and do stuff that you like and then you, you can go into my world and we can do stuff I like. But but the commonality is just this decent human decency. I agree with you have. on that. I That's what I look for in people. And you can tell a-holes. You can oh. tell them. You can tell like, oh my God. Even when they're trying to hide it, you can right, tell Right, right. Like you're an a-hole or you just suck all the air out of a room when you Energy walk Energy vampire. Right, 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 right. So I look for like people who are just genuinely nice people. Oh. I'm attracted to people who are genuinely That's nice. That's good. Yeah. Everybody listening, unless you're driving, give Ken a round of applause you for can answering do it. I believe in you. Clap these while you're questions. He really went for it. I'm proud of him. Thank so uh, we're going to give Ken a chance to figure out the answer to number two, which he didn't answer correctly. I did answer that one correctly. Which one was that that you didn't? I'm not telling you. We're going to give him a moment. So we're going to take a break. <laughs> and all you all think about your, your thoughts, your answers to these questions. These are good questions to ask somebody that you, you, you want to figure out. On the first date. Well, if you want to get deeper than that, you will figure out what's going on. on this is like a third date. date question. No, ask him on the first date. That way you don't waste your time for date two and three. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't answer questions one right. So we're good. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Yeah. Hey everybody, it's Marcellus with my fave, and I'm here to do a special interview with the one, the only, Ellen Bernstein. I'm Ellen Bernstein. I'm a Broadway star. Yes, yes. Don't we love her? She's a jewel. Um, I'm warming up my voice. Okay, so Petty Petty Poop. Many petty, fans. Petty Petty Pop. Petty Petty Poop. Have wondered. Petty Petty Pop. Ellen. Petty Petty Poop. Ellen. One Jew, Many two, three, fans Jew. have wondered. One Jew, two Jew, three. A lot about her. Out and out. I don't know why. But so since they have, we're I'm gonna ready ask now. you. We're gonna ask you some rapid fire questions. We do it all the time with producer Brandon. So I'm gonna ask you questions. You answer them, okay? We can't spend too much time on stuff. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, Reminds God. me of the play I did back in 1962. Oh, Ellen. Charlie, don't go down the well. <laughs> I played Ida Gardner. Ellen. Please. I was the housekeeper. Okay. Let's go. Ellen, would you rather be hairy or bald? I'm both right now. Which you like to know where? No. Inquiring minds want to know. Ellen. Ask Pat Sajak. He knows. What's your favorite candy? Baby Ruth. What? And I did it with him in the alley. 1962. I cannot A deal with you. A run right in my vagina. Ellen, you can't say that on here on this podcast. Reminds me of a show I did. Uh, okay. Anyway, Ellen, what is your favorite book? My favorite book is Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? That bitch took my role, Elizabeth Taylor. You crackhead whore. Okay, Ellen. I'm, I'm struggling here. Um, who's your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush is Zac Efron. Why? I'd be a lifeguard and bring him back to life. My blow skills are amazing. Ellen, okay, they called Ellen. me Dolly Parton the Ellen, blow well okay, when Ellen. I got shipped at the USS Minnesota. Ellen, what stresses you out? The things that stress me out is when they don't bring my Coke when I ask for it. Are you talking about the soda? Oh, reminds me of a play I did oh. called Marching Mamunchen. Okay. It was a German play Ellen, on Broadway. I'm going to ask you one I last question. I'm going to ask you one last question, Ellen. I don't even know why we even decided I'm to ready. put you is on here. Is this my fave? Yeah. Fuck yes. My, I mean, excuse me. Uh, excuse I didn't, me? I didn't know. We've given you many opportunities, Ellen. I'm Ellen Bernstein. I'm a Broadway star. Okay, here's my last question and we done. 
What is your ideal vacation? My ideal vacation is to be locked into a sauna with three men. Okay. You know all what? All of them putting oil all over my body where Ellen. my varicose veins are. Ellen, I'm worried. And I like them to pretend like they're the 405 freeway that meets the 101 that meets the 110. Okay. And by the time we enough. exit, Let's stop. you can... Ken, I don't know if you listened to the other episode yet, but I was very happy that I found a downloadable version of the theme song to Tombstone. I thought you wanted five seconds of silence. Oh, it, you can add. Oh, you can add that in okay. manually. Got it's it. all right. So I gotta be quiet now. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought we had to be quiet. I was like, why am I still just messing it up? He talking during the set. You not. You didn't drink any of your tea. I'm a star. Dang, mom, I'm about to start right now. Where's you really? I really was. I don't like stuff. I don't like things piping hot. I don't know if you know. It wasn't Not piping even food. hot. I don't want to burn myself. It wasn't piping hot. The tea that I made you, that you asked me to make you, it was not piping hot. I have a question for you. Great. Why is anything I do not write? Well, a lot of it has to do with, well, I know you're on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And... What tea is this you making me drink? I think a lot of times. Oh, that's the tea that's going to help you eliminate. We call it. You didn't really gave me this boo-boo tea? Yeah, that's what I told you. You need to cleanse. Marcellus has been complaining this whole goddamn month about his dang stomach. And I told him he needed to do a cleanse. I told you that's the tea I was but making you. I don't you. trust this tea. It cleanses you out. It's I'm gonna a be detox somewhere passed tea. passed out and I'm going to take a picture of myself passed Listen, out just so you can feel bad. You won't be able to because you're going to be cleansed. <laughs> I don't like this shit. You have to. Oh, you Ooh, don't I'm like mad. what? I'm mad. You don't like shit. That's what it's going to get no, rid of. Shit. This, I want y'all to know right now I got an attitude. The rest of the episode, I got an attitude. No. He's been complaining about something's I'm in his stomach. It. I'm going to drink it too. Why right? have so you it. not? Where's the lie? I'm trying to help you out. You got to drink that to cleanse your system out. I don't understand. You don't listen. I told you all of this. You Nothing is a surprise. You've been watching too much damn Sabrina. Uh, first of all, someone literally was about to unfriend me if I didn't watch Coven. Because you know, I need you to stop right there. You're not going to control my narrative. You're the high priestess. Uh, high priest. All rolled into one. That's because you got to watch American Horror Story Coven. Right. So that's don't like, be coming after me about Sabrina. That's like a thing. That, but Sabrina is dark. Oh, so it's Coven? No, Coven is not as dark I, as Sabrina. Really? Coven is oh, not. Oh, no. my God. Sabrina really? straight up goes into satanic rituals. <laughs> no. Not like Coven, Coven. is a little more ho- hokey pokey. <laughs> no. no. Sabrina, uh-uh. No. Kathy Bates was calling people. <laughs> she was calling people the N-word. <laughs> they never use that language on little Sabrina's show. Uh, anyway. Oh, Kenneth. Yes, sir. The world and myself and Robert and producer Brandon and Bailey and Shadow and Jasmine would like to know, what is your fave musical movie of all time? Super casual, casual, missing history, all of doses. I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> ah! Yes. Listen, it's the Even though the sound effect is quite atrocious. If you say a lot of them, you gotta run. Super Califragilistic, I like to know. They all came for me. They all came for me. And they never. 
Producer Brandon, producer Brandon knew one more word, <laughs> and Robert knew one more word after producer Brandon. And Marcellus knew one more word after Robert. But if y'all could have seen the looks on their face, you don't know the words. Well, between the four of us, we were able to give y'all the first line. Yes. <laughs> we did very good. I thank y'all so much for y'all support. Y'all came in right on time. Mary Poppins, for me, is yes. my all-time favorite musical. I love Miss Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, for me, this a lot of times, y'all, Marcellus, I am listening and picking things that are connected to my childhood. Okay. And Mary Poppins is very much a soundtrack of my childhood. It's a and, um... Marcellus? Oh, I am literally answering you and making sure you Did just y'all keep hear going. Him? Did y'all hear the shade? <laughs> I'm just, ooh, he you said, got a lot. Something's going on in your childhood. Marcellus said, is it though? <laughs> <laughs> is it though? Those three words, they was loaded. Listen, I listen. need y'all to go back and play it. You Stop the recording right now and, and push rewind. And I said, da-da-da-da. And Marcellus said, is it though? <laughs> 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 That's why you make me sick. Oh God! Listen to Mary Poppins. She's gonna make you feel good. Mary Poppins is um, a movie that came out in 1964. Title character being played by Miss Julie Andrews. Ooh. Dick Van Dyke played in the movie as well. Some amazing other actors and actresses. Basically, um, you have Jane and Michael, which was the name of every white person back in the 50s. Was Jane and Michael, and they were part of the Banks family. Uh-huh. And they had the need for a new nanny, and in comes the magical Miss Mary Poppins, floating from the sky on an umbrella. It's Disney. Everything is super fantastic. <laughs> what if the nanny was the nanny from the show, the nanny? <laughs> and she was Mary Poppins. Sorry. That just popped in my mind. Continue. I like that show. I used to watch that show. Oh, I love that show. She's like, no, we're not going to have it right now. You can make him wait. <laughs> um, the kids be like, no. Um, they were just this amazing um, rich family. But what Mary Poppins did was she came in to make stuff right. Okay, there was some stuff going on with the daddy. She had her shit together. He had some issues, mm-hmm. and there was some stuff going on with the mom. I believe they was headed for divorce. Oh yeah, personally, they that was headed for divorce. Was broken. They was heading for divorce. And this, and let me tell blue. you what I got from Mary Poppins. What I learned from Mary Poppins is your socioeconomic status don't make you happy. Mm-hmm. Money don't make you happy. Money don't make you. What happy. What makes you happy is a happy home. Ooh, you better speak huh? tonight. Mary Poppins came in with a word. She came in with a word. Mary Poppins came in and she was saying stuff. You know what's going on? I know y'all dealing with trauma mm-hmm. in this house, mm-hmm. but a spoonful of sugar will make the trauma go down. That's what she did. She came in Let powerful. Let me tell you something. Mary Poppins changed the game. And a lot of times you just want to focus on disadvantage. You yeah. want to focus on kids who you feel don't have a lot of money. But rich kids got problems, too. Oh, huh? yes, they do. We need to give them some spotlight. Well, you got all that money and you got all that freedom and your mom and daddy just send you off the boarding school. You don't know what to do You're with yourself. You're dealing with all kind of issues. Mm-hmm. And Mary Poppins came along and she changed all of that for these little Banks kids. <laughs> you hear me? She changed all of it. I really don't like you. I, I wish y'all could just see his face right now. I love me some Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins was the first social worker. Oh, she was a real so- social Mary worker. Mary Poppins was the first social worker. She was a mental health service worker. I like to say in honor of uh, Social Worker Month, which is what we're in, 
we all need to give a shout out to one of the first real social workers who held it Mary down. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. And she had healthy boundaries. She had healthy boundaries. She knew how to leave. When the when the, when the program was over, they did their time. She's like, I got to go. I got to go. No unhealthy attachments there. here. I came here to do a job. I'm not your mama. <laughs> I'm your worker. <laughs> you got a mama. She didn't have no unhealthy boundaries. Some of y'all social workers is out there getting stuff twisted. You don't have healthy boundaries. Can That's it, what can she you taught finish? me. No, I'm, I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> Huh? She deal with stuff. And let me tell you something else about Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins remind me of a black auntie. Does she? Because Mary Poppins was very straightforward. Got you. Mary Poppins didn't like mince words or nothing. She was like, what did you want? She said, what? No, we're not doing that. We're going I, out right there. Personally, I've never seen a black auntie flying on an umbrella, but. Oh, you must have not been uh, with a black auntie driving down Crenshaw. <laughs> Might as well have been flying on an umbrella. She trying to make it to church. Sunday school started at 930. We left the house at 920. That was Mary Poppins on an umbrella. <laughs> a black auntie. Yes, sir. Mary Poppins cost $6 million to make. Really? They made $102 million. That was unheard of. Wow. $102 million in the 60s. It was one of the highest grossing movies of the 60s. Did you see the remake? I did see the remake, and let me tell you, I had some feelings about it going into it, but I think they did a very good they did an amazing, job. Amazing it was a continuation job. of the 1964 movie. Yeah. Where now Michael. That was a good way that they did it that. It was a very good way that they did it because smart. Jane and Michael Somebody had grown up, choice. and they basically came in for their kids. Mm. I really, really enjoyed the new version. It will never be the same because no. it's the first version. For sure. Okay, that's like when somebody sings a song and then someone else comes down and wants to remake it, and you'd yeah. be like, why are you remaking that song? Right. The song is a classic. Whoever the MC is, yeah. they always try to come and add it on the song. Mm -hmm. No. Let them finish this movie um was nominated for 13 nominations it's one of the um most nominated oscar films of disney really at least according to about 2016 i don't know if anything has surpassed it yet okay but it won five of its 13 nominations okay julie andrews won for best actress oh it was her first time winning an oscar as well but she won for best actress for mary poppins really yeah yeah i remember just being a kid and being very just amazed by it Mm -hmm. But I would get mad because I feel like that shit can't happen. And because it's Disney, you had animation being mm -hmm. mixed with the um, live action. Roger Rabbit wasn't the first film to do that. That was Mary Poppins. Can I say Roger Rabbit scared me? But can continue. Continue. Roger Rabbit scared you? Yeah. Something about of, it. What was going on in your and life? And then I rode the ride at Disneyland and it scared me even more. Marcellus. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. I'm serious. It was something well, about it wasn't serious, right. Well, I know you're serious, and I'm seriously disturbed by the fact that you was disturbed. Something about it wasn't right for me. My God. You was basically... Okay. Well... Uh oh, continue. P.L. Travers, who wrote this book, <laughs> basically, it took um, a long time for Walt Disney to get the rights to make it. Okay. It really started with his two daughters, and they were like, We really want you to make their favorite book was Mary Poppins. Oh. Can you turn this into a movie? And he was like, Of course, because that's what happened when you had the daughters say to the dad. Yeah. Dad, I really want you to make this. No, to it's true. That's how Shrek got that's made. Amazing. Okay. That's how Shrek got made. When your when your people is rich, they just you get in. Whatever. Shrek was made for somebody's kids, and yeah. we all just enjoyed it. So when your people is rich, they be doing stuff, and we probably got the Golden Gate Bridge because some boy didn't want to fly to the island. Mm. All I know is, uh, P. L. Travers said no. I'm not giving you the rights to my book. And uh, it took him 20 years. Finally, she was kind of low on money. Yeah. And uh, he flew her out to the states. And he wined and dined her for two weeks. Carte Blanche tour of Walt Disney World behind the scenes was giving her some of the music and all this other kind of stuff. It was, um, you know, pretty dope. Mm -hmm. It was pretty dope. So um, I'm just telling you, 
she made it happen at the very very end he was able to say like all right if i do this i do that and then she was like okay go ahead you can make the movie you see what i'm saying yeah i'm telling you this movie thank god was birthed out of privilege and I'm excited about it. For it's once, it's a good privilege move. For once, I'm excited. Thank you to the little white children who made this movie happen. <laughs> we want to say thank you on behalf of everybody. No, that's, that's a really listening. good choice though, Kim, because that movie I think will be forever etch a sketched mm-hmm. <laughs> into the hearts and mm-hmm. the minds of little kids everywhere. Yes, because. Just that supercalifragilistic, you know, all that. Right. Oh, my God. And the fact that she didn't have to wear her. What did she say, Robert? Ain't it Chim 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 The name of the song is Chim Chim Cherie. The way her feet were. Robert looking at me. Sometimes, Ken, you just will say things. It's a Chim Chim Cherie. That's the name of the song. Well, sometimes you just. I've come to learn that you kind of just say things. And that's just producer what it Brandon. Is. The name of that song is Chim Chim Cherie. No, it's not. Oh God! Look it up, y'all. Here we go. Look up the name of that song. I, you that know, the real me would edit this out Chim so he Chim wouldn't be Cherie. embarrassed. But we gonna keep this in because I want him to Chim, understand. Chim 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 and Chim Chim Cherie. What he does. The name of the song is Chim Chim Cherie. I don't think that's the name of the song at all. Even last week, you I'll said, "What's the name of the song? Ain't it Chim Chim Cherie?" Pavement What is it? That's what I said. Shim Shim Cherie. Did you? <laughs> I swear to God, I did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, uh. And my other song I like from this movie is Let's Go Fly a Kite. That is, okay, yes. That, that's, those are my top three songs. Since we're talking about musicals, those have to be my top three songs from the movie. Nice. I have honorable mentions, but I'll talk about that later. Good. Uh-oh. No, that's just oh, the, the oh, way we're supposed to do once it. Once again, I felt like I had just been, like my no, father had came to Kenneth, school. Because Kenneth just be so passionate. He just be going, but we have an order and we just okay. don't tend to follow Marcel is one of the ushers at the Baptist <laughs> church who won't let you go before time. Decent you know how you're trying to go around and, and give you an order. And, and you walk down and Marcellus put up that white gloved hand. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> My and will then direct wait, you the wait. other way. My favorite thing the ushers do <laughs> yeah. is when they praying or something, you can't come in and you try to open that door, they will put that white glove hand out and put that fist like stop right out the door and then shut the door on you. The best thing oh, in the world. God. What I don't understand is when it's time to go around for offering, I'd be confused. Do you want us to march from the inside of the aisle or the outside of the but aisle? See, now a good usher is supposed to come to the front and explain it correctly. That's when you know. That was the highlight together. of my life when I was an usher. Mm-hmm. I want to be the one to go up in the front and say, and we used to say, will both sides please stand and obey the ushers in the rear? Uh-huh. And what happens is when you turn around, you're supposed to see that usher mm-hmm. and that usher's supposed to come on the side and mm-hmm. tell you which way to go now when you don't got no order in your church then you just go anywhere and yeah. you know what when you ain't got no order you ain't gonna get no money right and that's why you need mary poppins to come <laughs> mary, poppins right. a usher. <laughs> mary poppins was an usher and a social worker mary poppins she had gloves so can i have a question what's your question let's say you were one of the little kids and mary poppins just so happened to come to your neighborhood how do you think that would play out that would have scared the hell out of us <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Let some woman come floating from the sky down over here off of uh, you by... <laughs> These kids would have tried to find her. Listen, we would have threw rocks, <laughs> bottles at her. 
the devil is coming. Listen, that would not have happened. We grew up in this DL. We grew up in the church. Ain't no woman floating from no sky with no bag and no beat and no bird as the beak talking. Holy oil would have been demonic. thrown at her. <laughs> That's demonic. That is demonic. You are Jezebel spirit. Get back, Satan. Get thee from behind me. And my mom would have came with bless oil. Where you come from? Oh no. Mm-mm. It wouldn't wow. work. It would have been a very short movie. <laughs> that would have been that would have been the shortest. Mary Poppins visits Crenshaw and never makes it back. Ken, is there anything else you would like to add about Mary Poppins? If there was something else that um I wanted to add about Mary Poppins, it would just be that um Dick Van Dyke was amazing um he didn't really want to do the role of Bert um he liked the as he read the script he liked the bank owner Mm -hmm. and he but Disney wouldn't give him that part that was supposed to go to somebody else and he was like I love this part please let me do this part please let me do this part and Disney was like before you do this part you got to donate money to like some Disney project he made him pay to play the part really yeah he was like if you want to do this part because i wanted to give it to somebody else and dick was like no please he he practically begged walt to play that role can i tell you what was funny so <laughs> i've seen the movie when i was a kid all that good stuff mm-hmm. been a while but when i went to go see the remake i was with you and producer brandon um and when Vic, dick van dyke appeared in the remake sorry if that's a spoiler for anybody get over it i really lost my mind because i thought he died Okay. So when he popped up, I said, <gasps> We were so upset that, with Marcellus. We sitting in the audience. And when that man mind. appeared on the camera, Marcellus like, Oh my God, is that Dick Van Dyke? I thought he was dead. I really thought he was gone. But it's like Marcellus. I just knew. You messing up the magic. But a lot no, of times, he wasn't dead. I would get Dick Van Dyke uh, confused with the guy from um, Singing in the Rain. I always would. Fred Astaire? Was that Fred Astaire for Singing in the Rain? Ginger, who is what? It was? G- no, G- G- that I was Fred Astaire. Uh, Fred Astaire, I think, was in Lisa Singing Brandon. in the Rain. I think it was Fred Astaire was in Singing Gene in Kelly. the Rain. Gene Kelly. I would get him confused with Dick Van Dyke, and so I just, I don't know. I had a moment, but I have a question. One more question for you, oh, and then oh. we'll we'll move on. Okay. If you could make a song that would be in this musical, what would it be? Oh. So I thought one of the things that they probably should have added to this whole movie. <laughs> this is what you thought they should have yeah, added? Yeah, okay. because there were songs about medicine. You there sure was, you're not a rich white woman? I, I in another <laughs> life I was. There were songs about we're going to fly a kite. Uh-huh. They had the uh, step to the left, step to the right song. They got the sweeping out the chimney oh, and all that this stuff. Kelly. Well, listen, okay. Um, we're not going to mention him, especially <laughs> talking about a children's film. But um, she should have did a song about vegetables. Okay, do tell. She should have did a whole song. There was no mention about the kids, um, you know, eating their vegetables and stuff. As a matter of fact, I don't ever remember the kids eating at all in the movie. I think that's why they made Veggie Tales. I don't think they ate at all in the movie. Like, she could have just said something like, Vegetables are good for you and me. And when I eat my one-two peas, up and down like you can see, the peas go down my throat lovely. <laughs> okay. Pea- yeah, I just felt like it could have been a, Thank don't you, you see that could have been amazing in the they, movie? I'm glad. About vegetables and peas? I'm glad they Do didn't you know kids it. that love peas? I'm glad they didn't add it that's something to me and i'm pretty sure that song would not have encouraged any child to eat a pea. i think i would have ate a pea 
and I didn't like peas growing up, but I had hated I seen peas. that. Exactly. You would Thank not, you. Thank you. And if not Mary have, Poppins had song about eating peas, no. Marcella, you would have ate at least one or two more peas in your life. Unless them peas animated themselves and gave me money, I would not have been trying to eat them peas. Oh. One, let's eat a pea. One, two, three. While Ken sings this Pop lovely song, down my we're going to go ahead Ooh, and take a much needed break. I am Mary Poppins too. Hey, is life white? Is life bland? Well, you need color friends for hire. Well, you can hire ethnic plus ones to attend various events. We're located in Silver Lake and we got a new location in Walnut Creek. We got somebody right here that's a satisfied customer that's gonna tell you all about it. Hi, my name is Megan Rosenberg and I don't really have any black friends for that fact. I grew up in Sherman Oaks. But the thing is, I wanted to go to a Chris Brown concert and I didn't want to go by myself. So I needed colored friends for hire. Faye came equipped with one of the most colored people I ever met. He picked me up in his Cadillac. We were able to go behind the scenes, meet Chris Brown. Everything was great, for sure. <laughs> if I were you, i definitely hired colored brands. It's the best. We got every variation of color that you would ever need. Do you need to prove to everyone that you got black friends? Well, listen, we do it all. We do baby showers, weddings, funerals, holidays, bar mitzvahs. You just need to go somewhere and walk around the park or something. Get you a black friend with Black Friends for Hire. Because we're here when you just need a little color in your life. And guess what? You can call us at 1-800-BLACK-FRIENDS. That's 1-800-BLACK-FRIENDS. Give us a call today. Okay, we are back. We're back. <clears throat> I'm so excited because now Marcellus, being the TV guy, is going to tell us about his amazing musical television show. I've decided that I don't want to. Oh, okay. Well, then thank you all for joining us for this <laughs> episode this has been my of My Faith. <laughs> this has been My Faith. I'm playing. I'm playing, um, everybody. It's a joke. So there are definitely several. I feel high from this boo-boo tea you gave me. You sure this ain't no Indian? Uh, oh, that's probably not uh, culturally appropriate. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> are you sure this ain't no uh, stuff you're trying to give me? <laughs> you can say Native American. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I promise you, it's just a little angel dust and sage. Gotcha. What I need you to do is tell us what is your favorite, favorite musical television show? There are several, <laughs> but I would just like to know what is Marcellus's favorite? Okay, okay. Hey, America. So listen, there are several. And I had a hard time really choosing because I watch a lot. But believe it or not, I did not really watch the main one. And that's Glee. And everybody, like, talks about Glee and loves Glee. And I was like, it's okay. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> I get okay. it. It's okay. I, I loved Glee, but I wouldn't watch it every week like yeah. a faithful fan. I wasn't inspired. But it was just like every once in a while I would catch an episode mm -hmm. and I would love to see how they would do versions of, you know, songs. Yeah. Pop, they had pop good, songs. They had some good ones that they did. But, um, but yeah, I wasn't like a diehard fan like some people were. Amber Riley, though, killed it. Oh, she's amazing. She's a freaking amazing all together. Really but anyway, yeah. my favorite musical television show is Star. Oh. I'm okay. I'm intrigued. I was still holding the R, but it was silently like dissipating into the, the world. Anyway, so Star 
yes. is an American musical drama television series. And it was created by Lee Daniels. Okay. We okay. know Lee Daniels from Empire. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he can be a bit dramatic. And I must say, the acting is not always amazing. <laughs> but I still enjoyed the show. And I enjoyed the show because it pulled me in and I was intrigued. And there were different things about it that I really, 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 really enjoyed. It debuted on December 14th, 2016. Can okay. you believe it's like 2019 already? I know. It's crazy. I know. And it revolves basically around three talented young girls who basically form a trio okay and the trio is basically them yeah (laughs) and the main the lead singer her name is uh star Mm -hmm. and she is a star she got that star quality she got that she got that magic but i thought it was so dope i'll give some of the background but i would just love for people to watch it so i'm gonna give it all um she was basically in foster care and everything and she went to she left to follow her dreams but she wanted to go find her sister Mm -hmm. she knew her sister could sing too Mm -hmm. and her sister was in a foster home or adoptive home or whatever Mm -hmm. and she was getting abused in that home and so Star went on ahead and grabbed her. Her name was Simone. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, they found Alex. Okay. And Alex, I love that woman. Oh, what is it about? Me. Okay. Okay. Alex is played by Ryan Destiny. Mm-hmm. Star is played by Jude Demarest. Uh-huh. And Simone is played by Brittany O'Grady. Okay. And I really think that these young ladies did a brilliant job on this show with just having this chemistry on yeah. screen yeah. and really feeling like a group you really felt like you watched them come together Mm -hmm. and form Mm -hmm. a girl group okay okay you get to see the drama in between all this other stuff Mm -hmm. a lot of lee daniels drama (laughs) right right um but it was just amazing but let's not forget to mention uh there's a character called carlotta (laughs) and that's Queen Latifah. Yes. You and I team wine. You and I team wine. Me and Edward and Joe used to do that. You and I team wine. You and I But no, Queen Latifah, she does a good job in mm-hmm. here. I will always support her because she's a Pisces. Right. She can sing. She can act. She can host. Yes. She's amazing. Yes, she can. Um, And yes, she is. She, now, let me tell you, her wigs be on point on that show. <laughs> she had one episode, she had this blue wig with a severe, like, bang, like she wanted to speak to somebody manager. It was amazing. I loved it. And also, you got Amaya Scott. Oh. And Amaya Scott is one of the first transgender per- really? people okay. to, be, to play a transgender, openly transgender role on a mainstream American television show. Okay, wait a minute. And one of the first. No, okay. Guys, one of the first. And why I think that's so amazing is I already followed Amaya Scott on Instagram. And she is just so amazing in her whole life story and where she, how she got to where she, she is. She kind of favored Janet Jackson. Yeah. And like so the for high her, cheekbones. Right. So for her to go from, you know, telling mm-hmm. her story on Instagram, being an Instagram influencer in a way, mm-hmm. all this stuff, to being on television and actually acting and doing well she, about to to say, me, how she, she does doing? a good job she's doing a good job she does a good job i think of course everybody got room to grow mm-hmm. to be whatever but mm-hmm. that's you know that's just my opinion that's just the nature of the, of the industry though she did amazing and she has her own little story arc within mm-hmm. the show oh okay which is amazing i love when a good show not only focuses on like the main character mm-hmm. everybody has a journey mm-hmm. that they go on 
And so that's why I really enjoy the show. It was nominated for Teen Choice Awards and the Glad Awards. Oh. And season three premiered September 2018. Okay. I have not got to see season three yet. Are you excited about I'm it? I'm excited to watch it. I'm hella behind, but I'm going to watch it. But even the first two seasons that I watched, amazing. Love the show. I love the dance sequences. Mm-hmm. I love the songs. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite songs from it was, um, I Don't Need No Man. <laughs> and they were dancing in the hospital because they went to go pick up the sister because they tried to say the sister a little crazy. Uh-huh. They went to go pick her up from the hospital and uh-huh. something else had happened. And then it was a musical number on the way out the when hospital. When they do these musicals, is it musicals of real life? They mix it in. Okay. So what I do like that Lee Daniels does is, so basically on one side, you have them going to get her from the hospital and breaking her out. Okay. And they're singing. And in real life, they go into one of the rooms in the hospital before they break out and they record a song. One of the guys brings some equipment and Uh they're like, you need to get this song in right now. Uh And then on the flip side, they're performing the song as they leave the hospital. So there's actually a musical number with other dancers, dance steps, they're dancing on top of tables. That's really dope. And you got other people, if I'm not mistaken, it was a psych ward, Uh honestly. Uh And you got other people dancing with them and stuff. And I just think the way that they integrated that was good. Was really kind of um, very neat on how they did yeah. that. Yeah, because it's a lot like Empire, to be okay. completely honest. But it focuses on this girl group. So it's a, it, it's a different um, take on what Empire gave. Okay, okay. But, of course, it's just very dramatic. I love that they have original songs. And the themes that they go for, they go for abuse, sexual abuse, domestic violence, family issues, Oh, they're really, it's like a no holds bar, huh? No holds bar. They dig into what people are really going through. I appreciate that. And not to mention, Quincy Brown is on there. Oh, that's Diddy's son. Yeah. Diddy's son. He plays Derek Jones. Uh, You know, I didn't know for the longest, I just knew that was Diddy's son. I didn't know that was really Albie Shore's son. You said what? That's Albie Shore's son. Oh. And I remember when I found that out, I was like, of course. I was wondering, he didn't really look like no Diddy. But that's Albie Show, son. So wait, wasn't he on um the uh MTV Super Sixteen series? Listen, and he had like that Lincoln Navigate. He had like yeah. that beautiful Lincoln Continental, and then he got like a Bronco. Yeah. That wasn't Diddy, son. If you talk about the light skinned one, that's Albie Shore, son. But it was Quincy on the BET on the uh no you probably no I think that was the other son on the 16 cause I was about to say okay so Quincy is not Diddy's son no. you're saying Quincy is Albie Shore's son can you pull up a picture because uh, p- I keep Brandon? getting them confused then cause I saw Quincy and I thought that was Diddy's son well so I mean I don't know how it all aligned but he ended up in the family yeah is that uh Albie Shore's son Albie Shore's son yeah but why it says Diddy that's uh, Diddy's son yes no Wait, no that's uh, that's Albie Shore's son with Diddy's ex-wife. His biological father is 80s New Jack Sing singer. I'll be sure. Uh huh. And Sean Diddy. Okay, so let me tell you what I saw there. Okay. Uh, you saw his son. I saw Diddy give his stepson Quincy a bomb party. Yeah. That's what I saw. But I didn't know Albie Shore had nothing to do with it because oh, he never used the word him. He never used the word stepson on the episode. Yeah, that's his so son. I was just like, but I'm oh, just saying blah, blah, blah. biologically. No, no, I get yeah. it. Oh, Diddy was shady. He threw all that money in front of Albie Shore. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, Did he <I'm> wrong? 
<laughs> he threw that boy a party like no other. Right. And so that's why that was just so amazing to just to see how. And now he's on the show. He's acting and he's he been doing, doing good. He did good on the thing. show. He's been doing his little acting thing. And so all I'm going to say is that I just think the show is great. I'm into show. There's a, there's a lot of little things what's in your, there that makes me laugh. What's your favorite episode? Well, my favorite episode is the one that I got to figure out what episode that is, but that's okay. the one with that musical number on okay. there. Okay, no, no, really that's fair. Because she goes through a lot and mm-hmm. they go and get her. And I mm-hmm. like her her arc, her growth, the yeah. sister. Yeah. I don't really, to be honest with you, Star in a way is the main character. And I, I don't say. love what they really do for her. In a way, it's kind of like they make it seem like she really, I, I don't know. For me, it's like, okay, girl. She, like, I like what she did for her sister though mm-hmm. Like what goes on for her sister mm-hmm. How her sister comes through And I love Alex's mm-hmm. growth and everything mm-hmm. For Star It's almost like You know we've seen that story already Okay You know I, I, I can root for you But I really want to root for your sisters That's okay. how I felt Okay The other two God, Okay <laughs> No I get it I get it Because sometimes you don't fall in love with these characters You don't And you just be like Ah Okay, I and care more about the other characters. sometimes her answers to things or her disp- disposition, I don't really get with. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard for me to really Can she sing? Yes, she can. She can really sing. And the whole no. thing is their mom was a beautiful white woman who did R&B. Okay. And oh, she like Tina. Right. Tina Marie. That's basically what they, what they were going for. She's and like in Tina the past, Marie. her and Queen Latifah were in a group. Ah, uh, so Queen mm-hmm. Latifah feels kind of responsible to kind of yeah. help be a guy to yeah. these girls. Queen Latifah ends up being like a surrogate mother for them. I see. And Queen Latifah is like guiding them through because she feels like she owes the mom. But throughout, which I love about any show, mm-hmm. you find out things. Right. You can I do find not out the want real everything history. Everything on the first episode. No, you got to give us some reason to come you back. You got to give me a reason to come back and or stay for the whole season. Whichever way. And you got to have enough to go for more seasons. People go hard for that pilot, then they go hard for that first season. Then season two, season three, we like, okay, mm-hmm. somebody was drinking a few shots mm-hmm. in the writing room because. This they got a little feel weird. like the story kind of got derailed. But for me, this still, I mean, I haven't seen season three, of course. But for okay. me, this 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 went in a good direction. Did you see be a difference between season one and season two? Yes. I definitely saw. I saw that the show, for me, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. I felt like yes. the first season was them basically kind of putting their foot in uh-huh. the door uh-huh. like okay we're star we're clearly like empire we clearly uh-huh. have some of the same writers creators uh-huh. but now we want to show you that we're something else ah uh, okay you know it's like our sister but we're yeah. we're a little different yeah that's what the first season felt like the second season felt like okay you already know that this is star okay that's what okay. i got from the show okay now i don't know what season three is <laughs> <laughs> i really like this show because for me you know you i can only think of like a few shows that kind of have that musical genre this is a really good pick yeah this is a really good pick if you were on this show uh and you had to write your own self in as a character who would mm-hmm. you be i would be a cousin to uh, so. to alex uh-huh 
only because her dad is Lenny Kravitz and her mom is Naomi Campbell. <laughs> Even though they're not them, they're just the characters. I would be her cousin okay. and I would be her super talented cousin okay. who has already made it and is amazing. But I'm able to, you know, step down from my high horse just to kind of try to help them out. I got a little your bit. back too. Okay. Okay, sir. I can't <laughs> help that I got all this shining light, but I'll dim it a little bit so you can come through. Well, I think that's pretty dope, you guys. I, what's the name of the show again? Star. Please, everybody, y'all better keep a lookout for Star. Yeah, keep a lookout for Star. I'm sure many have seen it, but if you haven't, of course, it's on Fox. You can watch that. It's so simple. Even though Fox trying to play, so if you ain't got no broadcast or something, you gonna it's gonna get kind of weird when you try to watch it. What they trying to do? Well, all these broadcast networks. This is what gets me. Now I could be wrong, and 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 I could be missing some vital information. What happened? But the whole point about cable channels versus broadcast Mm -hmm. is that you can get the broadcast channels Mm -hmm. even if you didn't have cable put some little foil on the top of your tv Mm -hmm. fox will come in cbs will come in maybe nbc Mm -hmm. all these shows will come and you can watch whatever they're doing and the whole point back in the day now i know this for sure Mm -hmm. the whole point back in the day is they wanted to insert some real quality television real quality material into these broadcast networks so that the regular person that couldn't pay for hbo couldn't pay for stuff would get something Mm -hmm. that's how you got a lot of these shows that have so great quality on FX and stuff, but even on the regular broadcast networks. But now, in the day and age of streaming, where many people don't even have a damn TV, and well, they don't have a, a TV, something hooked up to where they can just watch a broadcast network, mm-hmm. they're streaming stuff. But people like Fox and CBS, All Access, they want to make you pay because they didn't realize, okay, Netflix is not about to monopolize on this. So now you're having to pay for a lot of these services for broadcast networks Mm-mm. or no. if, if that you got to put in your tv provider right, right thank god my mama got cable thank you thelma <laughs> thank you sister thelma <laughs> hey but when you go into these um when you go into these broadcast network streaming services mm-hmm. you have to uh, of course put in either your tv provider mm-hmm. or you know buy into it or whatever but i hope it'll play itself out because i feel like the whole point of those you know Mm -hmm. used to be the main five channels the whole Mm -hmm. point of that is so the regular person can just watch tv just watch the tv you know if i was on this show i would want to be um i would want to see a character named uh danetta what would danetta do oh i got a friend named danetta that's crazy i think danetta would be another cousin okay who they didn't know existed in she the must family. be related to carlotta and she yeah and yes and she would come on the show and she'd be able to sing her butt off but maybe her eye would be crooked oh, okay Just i had a feeling she was on eye. drugs no uh-uh. she that's actually it. used to sing for drugs no Mm-mm. no drug no drug storyline she's seeing with drugs she's seeing no. better when she do drugs nope Okay. They just ostracized her because of her. She had drugs in her car. No. Oh God. No drugs. Got it. I feel like that show needs a Donetta. Got you. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. As you were unfolding the story to me, I was like, I can see a Donetta on this show. That's all I'm saying. Anybody, if you're listening to me, let me know. Because Lee Daniels, he looked like he would throw a Donetta in a show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Marcellus is giving me the sign to take a break. That's what you didn't told me. Well, I gotta give you the sign because you don't ever know when to do it. No, I was gonna do it. You just didn't let me get to the break. It Were was you like because you was like, really getting no, deep no, no. in Donetta. Yes, because I was driving. I was driving towards well, the exit. Okay, to do the break now, I want you to sing a song Donetta would sing to lead us on into the break. Okay, <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. If I 
Woods Day. Go ahead and press pause. Well, hello. My name is Danny Dandelion Reynolds. And I have just created the most exquisite restaurant right in the heart of Watts. It is called Danny Dandelions, of course. I want to introduce you to it, and I want you and all of your exquisite friends, I'm inviting you all. You guys, come on, and I will let you try my new chef's tasting menu. And by that, I did not mean for free. I just wanted you to know. Anyway, chef's tasting menu. Start you off with a mousse bouche of finely chopped and seared to perfection wieners and little hot dogs. Then I move you on into my spicy cabbage soup that I have spiced with Tabasco and Sriracha and it just has a hint of granola and blueberries in it. Then I move you on into an entree of cheese it casserole. Well, I, I throw little beans on top too, so just for mouthfeel. And then I move you on onto the main course, which is a Cornish hen that I have lightly dusted with powdered sugar. And then I have corn that I got from uh, one of the corn men down the street. But he told me I can get some, and I put it in, in the plate. And then I have asparagus. Asparagus. <laughs> now. You may be thinking, is that all? Oh no, this place is exquisite. I also have an intermezzo of red jello. And then the last thing that you will get is a beautiful dessert. Cheesecake. Oh, it is to die for. Bon appetit. Please come with all of your friends to Danny Dandelions right at 32245 Studebaker Road, right next to the car wash and across the street from the Tams Burger. You'll see us. We're very colorful. Please come on. <laughs> His reputation because he doesn't like this. Everybody, you, you, and you, 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 because we are. Yes. I'm um, still tripping off Marcella. Producer Robert got us in here uh, with uh, team building exercises. Because <laughs> me and Kenneth don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> Robert was hired to deal with onset tensions. <laughs> We having creative differences. <laughs> so during the break, we have to do exercises. <laughs> oh God, that's Kenneth. ridiculous! Yes, sir. Do you know what time it is? Yes, I do. It's time for our must watch. I'm excited. I always and love this you part. can throw in a few honorable mentions if that's you must. Right. So I'm gonna let you go first. What is a must watch musical? Okay, so honorable mention first. I'm gonna do my honorable mention okay, first. Okay, mix because, it all up then. Listen, my honorable mention goes with my my fave because when I can't really decide what I'm gonna do for my my fave, then I'm like, I gotta do an honorable mention. My honorable mention is gonna be Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my god! Because that was an amazing musical if there ever was one. Can it? Little Shop. Little shop of horrors, bam, bam, little number Watch And those of you who are fans of what? Martin, will you recognize some people singing? I don't know. Maybe. Do you know who these people are? Oh yes. They Gina, Pam. Oh, God. Listen. Amazing. Amazing. I know I'm not the movie guy. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. Yeah. That if I were. Yeah. That would have been on my my fave musical. Yeah. I love Little Shop of Horrors. I know every song. Mm -hmm. I may or may not know the dance moves to every song. Mm -hmm. And my two favorite songs, because you asked me mm -hmm. from that film. Right. Are. Yeah. Suddenly Seymour. 
<laughs> and it's supper time. <laughs> oh my god, you don't understand. I listen to that. That's actually on my playlist. Dun, dun. Like my daily playlist well, that I listen to. Well, the thing is, we grew up, you guys, listening to these amazing musicals as kids, and so every once in a while, I'll throw in like an Oliver soundtrack, a couple of uh, tracks on Oliver. I'll throw mm-hmm. in some Fiddler on the Roof. You throw in some, uh, some, some Little Shop of Horrors, some Cabaret, some Chicago. Like we're theater Kinky kids, books. Kinky Books. We're theater kids, and because we're theater kids, like that was just a part of our soundtrack of our childhood. Little Shop of Horrors, they, that was the first school play I saw. Mm-hmm. The high schoolers were the ones who were allowed to be in um, like our play production. And, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if she's here, but Adrian, who, wherever you are, she shut it down. Um, it was amazing. They did the set design. Hats off to Mr. Slattery. And uh, what was her name? Miss Soros. They did amazing set design every year for our high school. That's so good. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. I also want to give a shout out to Greece. Ooh, Greece, lightning. Y'all remember um, a young John Travolta Man. and Olivia Newton-John? That's crazy. Tearing it up. Uh, Greece was amazing. Um, that was another musical that I remember that I loved that I thoroughly enjoyed. And then let's talk about my must watch for those it? of you who is dying to watch a good musical. Y'all better get to the Netflix or whatever and watch Dream Girls. We are Dream Girls. Come on, we make you happy. 2006, a trio of black female singers cross over to the pop charts in the early 1960s and they face their own personal struggles on their way to fame and stardom. If we all got paid, <laughs> one night only, one night only. And boom, so, boom, boom. on that same playlist, one night I only. have that song. Oh my the fast God. version of Beyonce. Yes, yes. One night only. I love that movie. Jamie Foxx wasn't going to do the movie. Really? He said they wasn't paying him enough. Oh, of course. But then when Beyonce and Eddie Murphy signed on, he said, you know what? I'll do Maybe it. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it. Get a me Nikki a Cadillac, Cadillac. Rose. Oh, my God. You guys. Oh, She's so short. Amazing. Bless her heart. She's 5'2". She had to wear six-inch heels. Oh, yeah. Because she wasn't in the frame with uh, Beyonce and uh, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, wow. Jennifer Hudson was amazing, you guys. It was her breakout oh, role. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Beyonce. I know you thought this was your vehicle, boo. But Jennifer stole every effing scene. Yes, she did, but that's all oh, she ever did. God. But listen, Uh-oh. it was amazing. Ooh. Ooh. It was amazing. Somebody is all up in Beyonce behind. I just want to say this. Um, Jennifer Hudson, she put in the work. She, she did put in the work. put in the work. She did that for it that movie. It was an amazing movie, and she gained 20 pounds for that role. Really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah, she gained 20 pounds for that she, role. Do you know when she went on, uh, when I was at the theater, and she did... The main song. Uh-huh. And I am telling you. Um, I ain't going nowhere. It was like we was there watching it live. Oh. Everybody clapped, stood amazing. up. It was amazing. She killed that. The director purposely, that was the last scene of the movie. Yeah. He said, I want you to grow into your character. I want you to understand the nuances of Effie. Mm-hmm. We are not filming that song until the very end. This movie had been in production that for was the last a year. It was, that was the last scene that they shot. Oh, got you, got you, got he you. He wanted her to be ready to do that to do whole that. song. Got and you. Um, this was supposed to be for Whitney Houston. 
Uh-huh. And Whitney Houston was kind of going back and forth. She wanted the Dina character to sing that song, but they wasn't going. She was going to do Beyonce's character. She was going to do Beyonce's role. Gotcha. But she wanted Effie's character song, and they're like, "No, you can't be, you can't be Dina. Like you can't do Dina's character, but sing Effie's song." So there were some issues with Whitney. So that got canceled. Uh, originally, back back in the day, Nell Carter was going to play Effie. Now, y'all remember the show from the 80s? Y'all babies may not remember. Give me a break. Anyway, Nell Carter, famous, famous Broadway singer, actress, got her own TV show during the 80s. She was originally Effie. Mm-hmm. But as it got mixed, bloop, 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 then we all know Jennifer Holiday, and we know oh, God, I love Shirley Ralph, like and I think Jennifer Hudson on, on was the play. a perfect person oh, to she play was. that Jennifer Holiday she role. She was, she was. You guys, please do yourself a favor, go back and enjoy the 2006 theatrical release of Dreamgirls. Every song, Eddie Murphy is a delight and a joy to watch. Yeah. You just your heart breaks for his character. Jamie Foxx is. Uh, a hole who we just love to hate in this movie. Please, please, please. Yeah, that's my must watch. So, oh, what's your amazing. must watch? My must watch. Now, I really, really had to think. Like, what? Right, right. What right, I right. want other people to watch when it comes to musicals. Now, I watch a lot of animated like TV shows. Yes, so there are a lot of yes. musicals there. Yes, and so I have a lot of honorable mentions that I can mention. Okay, but my main one that I love is South Park. Oh, they was you always know, singing Park on that show. Get, they was Park always don't singing get the credit on that show. It needs to get because it was one of the <laughs> right. <laughs> it was one of the first, like the first real animated shows that really just got down and dirty and grimy, they and sure many people watched it because it, it was on like cable. No it they didn't have like, right. no rules to follow. And I used to sniff. Like, I felt like I was really a rebel. Like I uh-huh. thought I was really doing something by being. I think able everybody to watch felt Park. like that watching South Park yeah. because we were all in on a and this little construction a dirty paper joke. People. Right, right, like amazing. But anyway, South Park. The episode was called South Park Elementary School Musical. Mm-hmm. It was a take on High School Musical, <laughs> and it's season twelve, episode thirteen. Uh-huh. It premiered November twelfth, two thousand and eight. Wow! I was eighteen. Wow! And it is I the hundredth. Yep. Uh-huh. It is the hundred and eighth episode uh-huh. overall. Oh wow! That's only the hundred and eighth episode of South Park. Wow! How many episodes are there? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that it's still going. Oh, yeah. Because I saw what? Billboards not too long ago. Right now. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it in a minute, but I know that I love that episode. Mm-hmm. And basically, to give a quick synopsis, new guy comes into school and he introduces this new musical craze, which is basically high school musical. Yeah. And everybody's joining in. And mm-hmm. then our main crew from South Park, uh-huh. they have to decide if they're going to be, they gonna be a part of it because their popularity is at stake. Right. Right. <laughs> and that <laughs> is just funny. Cartman was hilarious in there. <laughs> Kenny had his little moment right 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 oh my god listen y'all have to go and watch that and laugh at how obnoxious and funny it really is and my honorable mentions of course buffy the vampire slayer had a musical episode oh that was great <laughs> what you said Scrubs, Producer Brandon? that's what the episode's called once what? more with feeling once oh. more with feeling okay scrubs had a Ooh. musical episode about boo-boo i love scrubs <laughs> about poop Oh, I love Scrubs. Uh, Grey's Anatomy had a musical episode. Grey's Anatomy had a Grey's musical episode? Grey's Anatomy had a musical episode. You had so many shows. But, of course, as y'all know, if y'all listen to this podcast faithfully, Bob's Freaking Burgers. Oh. They got a song at at the end of every episode, Every episode they have a song. But they have a few episodes where there's songs all the way through. Uh-huh. And you can't have a song without Linda. Oh. You cannot. 
<laughs> I, I love Linda. And there is so many more I could mention, but it, do yourself a favor and go watch some musical episodes and laugh okay. at just the beautifulness that uh-huh. is music. Because music changes things. You guys, do yourself a favor. Try a musical. It may not be a popular genre for you, but musicals are still doing it. Uh, we just had La La Land that was in theaters. Oh. Um, was I went to the beautiful. bar they were at. Oh, you did? It's in Hermosa Beach. Oh, wow. Next to Sharky's. And it's that bar when they were, it's, it has that stained glass, uh-huh. like kind of like moon window. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I was there and I was like, this looks hella familiar. Right. But they got it up that that was the okay. bar. Because okay. you know, they pride themselves now. Right, right, right. We were and in La La Land. Where he was on that piano, I think. Yep. That main big piano. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's in Hermosa Beach. And it just was fun to be there. You guys, musicals are coming back. It's a thing now. Yes, bring them back. Um, thank you guys for listening, Marcellus. <gasps> we should we should do my favorite the musical and put it on Broadway. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love to do my favorite the musical. Hey, Marcellus, I got an idea for a podcast. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> we need two microphones. Then we go into hard times when I get hooked on drugs. <laughs> I don't music. know where Marcellus is. <laughs> Last time he was downtown. Downtown. <laughs> where the problems are. Yes. Downtown. <laughs> Boy, what if our musical Down just... Down on Skid Row. <laughs> what if our musical just still songs for everybody else? Song for everybody else? Everybody else is music. Yeah. Where's Marcellus? He's downtown, down on Skid Row. And then when I get better, I'm super Listen, Or that's when you high, right? <laughs> oh God, that's I would do that song. Where, where is love? Is it underneath the willow tree? Oh, we gonna get sued. Listen, <laughs> that's from Oliver. If you are looking to follow Kenneth Brown, boom it up. Ken, sing it. Where where can they follow you? Do do do. You got what I need. Kenneth, where can they follow you? <laughs> Ken Brown seventy nine. Boop boop boop. If you are looking to follow me, you can follow me at Marcellus underscore kid. And that's everywhere. And if you're looking to follow my fave in general, just go look for my fave podcast. That's my fave podcast. And you will find us. And you will find us. We love, 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 love when you talk to us, when you comment, everything. So we can interact, we can laugh. And also with us if you're listening to us on itunes or anything of that nature make sure you subscribe Subscribe all that good stuff and be up on it when new episodes come out so you can know what to say and laugh and talk about us we love all of the feedback we have gotten and we love love everyone who loves the show and even if you don't like the show we still love you it's okay hater (laughs) it's okay Hasta la pasta. Goodbye. Oh, listen to Crushy. I'm Ellen Bates. See you in my Broadway 